Hello, Twin Soul. Welcome to this week's Sunday Snippet. Again, this is going to be a short inversion. I'm not going to pull out the Bible. You can look it up if you doubt the words that I'm saying. But I've done my research and I'm just here to spread the knowledge. Uh, this will also be half channeled. Okay. Um, but I will be quoting the Bible. And so if you want to reference me, you can look it up in the Gospels yourself. Okay. We're going to be talking about Judas the Iscariot. We're going to be talking about the traitor, the person who is absolutely hated and has been defamed by Christianity. And anytime someone is hated and their, their, their name is just absolutely blacklisted, like you say Judas and people automatically go, oh yeah, that guy's a bad person, right? If you look up in Webster's Dictionary, traitor, it will have Judas there, Okay. That's how much Judas has been completely defamed and sadly misinterpreted. Because if it wasn't for Judas betraying Jesus, then Jesus would have never been crucified. And if Jesus was never crucified, then he would have never been able to resurrect and ascend into heaven. You see, all this plays up in our mind. Remember, the Bible is a book about what happens in our consciousness. So what does it mean? that Judas has to betray Jesus? What does it mean that there's a part of us that has to betray ourselves? See, you have to look at this in a, not a mystical way only, but in a conscious way, in a mental way, where this plays out in our mind in some way, okay? Now, people don't know this, but Judas was actually one of the most trusted disciples, how do we know this? Well, Judas was two things. Well, two points that I want to make here. Okay. Number one, Judas was the treasure. Okay. Again, look it up yourself. I'm not going to go into the scripture uh, because, well, I have the microphone right here and I'd rather just talk than look up scripture for you. Okay. It's better flow. Judas was the treasure of Jesus' ministry, meaning he was in charge of all the money. Now, you probably didn't know this, but Jesus was not poor. Jesus had a public ministry that supported 12 disciples and himself. And Judas was actually, even though he was trusted at the very end, um, there's an instance where the Bible says that he would take some money from the treasury and no one would notice. So if Judas was taking some money off the top and no one even noticed because everyone had, had their share or so much money was coming in, that speaks to the abundance that Jesus was raking in. So that should strike you that your spiritual ministry, your spiritual outreach, your spiritual message, your, your, your spiritual mission is not one that will leave you poor. And that's a message that some people need to hear. If you're wondering if your search for truth will lead to bankruptcy, if your search for, for knowledge and for higher wisdom will lead to you being uh, thrown out to the streets, you're wrong. Judas was in charge of the treasury and he had so much money. He was in charge of a lot of money and no one noticed how much money he was actually taking. Why? Because that much was coming in. And they had enough to feed the poor. And when the, the night when J Jesus pointed out that Judas would be the one to betray him and he left the table, people thought that he was just going to give money to the poor because they had so much that he was just, he would often just 
give money to the poor. Okay, It was common practice for them to just give money to the poor. So again, this is not talked about because money is seen as evil. And that's why actually a lot of Christian friends of mine are struggling right now. I'm not saying that to, 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 to make fun of them or accuse them, but to just pinpoint a, a misconception about money. Okay, so that's the very first thing. You will not go bankrupt chasing your purpose. You're not supposed to. Jesus was rich. Jesus, and this is something that I struggled with, right? I didn't understand that Jesus was was a rich person and that he uh, had a lot of wealth coming in. And why? Because he sought first the kingdom of God, right? You seek first your mission. You seek first the Christ within you. You will never go in need of anything, Okay. So Jesus was a trusted person. And when they were uh, sitting around, uh, when they, they were in the Last Supper and Jesus says, one of you will betray me. No one knew who it was going to be, okay? No one knew. And actually, if you read the verse, it says, a disciple leans on the bosom of Jesus and it was the disciple whom Jesus loved. Did you hear those words? The disciple was leaning on the bosom of Jesus, on the breast of Jesus. And in Da Vinci's painting of the Last Supper, he depicts someone leaning on the bosom of Jesus. This is the disciple that Jesus loved and holding his hand. What is that? If, if you walked into a restaurant, by the way, and you saw someone leaning on the breast of, of some guy and holding his hand, wouldn't you say, hey, oh, there's some two gays over there? That's besides the point. But I'm going to make a podcast for my LGBTQ people because they have been absolutely shamed and excommunicated by the church when there's so many references in the Bible that say that that, the disciple whom Jesus loved. And here we have a depiction in the Bible that says this disciple is leaning on the bosom of Jesus. What, what do you, and when Jew, and when Judas betrayed Jesus, how did he do it? He kissed Jesus. Like there's, there's no kiss on the cheek. It just says he kissed Jesus. And there's many references to the disciple who Jesus loved. And Jesus said, you can look this up. There are three types of eunuchs. I'm getting off course here, but I know you're, you're interested in this. Miser well hit two birds or three birds or four birds with one stone, right? Jesus said there are different types of eunuchs. A eunuch is a male who's castrated. Okay, his male parts is his penis, his dick is castrated, it's mutilated. Okay, he said there's three types. There's one who is a natural eunuch who is born born by birth. There's a second who is born who who is a eunuch by man, and there's a third one who's a eunuch by choice for spiritual reasons. So there are three types. There's one who's natural at birth. What does that mean? He doesn't have any natural proclivity to have sex with women. And there's a second who does so physically by the act of man. Okay? So what Jesus is saying is that some people are born that way. So many church people say, oh, being gay is a choice. Yeah, Jesus said, some eunuchs are born naturally. Others, he said, others, a second type, a second group, a second category is castrated by men. 
So he's not talking about the unnatural eunuch anyway. So there's a disciple leaning on the bosom of Jesus, holding his hand. This is Jesus' boyfriend, so to speak. Okay. And he asks, who's going to betray him? Now, what Jesus does is he just he, he doesn't just point it out. And the fact that he has to ask shows that Judas wasn't a bad guy. Okay. Get that picture of your head. All these, all these disciples had their problems. Okay. All of them had their problem. Peter denied Jesus. Thomas doubted him. Okay. Judas is not a bad guy. Otherwise, they've been like, oh, yeah, definitely was Judas going to be Judas who betrays you, right? Takes money all the time. No, they all had their issues. They're all equally, quote unquote, bad. Judas wasn't a bad guy. Okay. Otherwise, they wouldn't have to ask. If it was so obvious, why, why would they have to ask, who, who is it, Lord? Lord, tell me, who is it? What Jesus does, instead of telling people, he dips his bread in his wine, making what is called sop, S-O-P, and gives it to Judas. Now, that act of dipping his bread, making sop, giving it to Judas, should tell you something. Because the fact that he just didn't outright say it and he did an act Okay, there's some meaning in that, right? If he didn't just say it out loud, he dipped the bread and wine and made sop. If he handed the sop, right? Sop is just the the soggy bread that that happens when you dip it in in, in your coffee or wine or gravy or whatever you have, right? What does that mean? If you look up in the dictionary what sop means, well, it'll tell you bread dipped in a liquid, but there's a second definition. And the defin- second definition is a conciliatory or a propitiatory or a bribe. Jesus was trying to bribe Judas. Jesus was trying to, it says, a conciliatory or a propitiatory. Those words mean to win over, to influence. Jesus was trying to influence Judas. We all say Judas is a bad guy when Jesus was the one who instigated it. And when Jesus dipped the sop and handed it to Judas, what did it say? Satan entered into Judas. Now, who did it? Who instigated it? Judas didn't have any thought of betraying Jesus until the bread was dipped into the sop. And that's when Satan entered him. Now, we all go around saying bad Judas, bad Judas, Judas, bad Judas, bad right? Kind of like orange man bad. But no, Judas bad, right? We all think Judas is this betrayer, this, this betrayer, this, this, just, uh, this traitor. When the bread was dipped, that's when Satan entered into him. He was an innocent guy, just, just as flawed as all the other people. And when and Jesus said, Judas, what you do, do it quickly. He even gave him instructions. He said, Whatever you, what we're about to do, you need to do it quick. Does it sound like Judas had any awareness? Does it sound like he had any volition or had any conscious decision not to do something when Jesus is giving him instructions, instructions and literally put Satan in him? No, Judas was not a bad guy, okay? Now, Judas goes out and people are confused. The disciples are confused. They're just like, what is Judas? Is Judas giving money to the poor again? Read this passage. Okay. Look it up. 
I'll put it in the, in the show notes and uh, the, the passage that, that I'm reading off of, okay? The disciples are like, is he giving money to the poor again? This is how confused they are. They have no idea what the fuck is going on. Just like all these religious leaders that people go to church with or go to church for have no idea what they're reading. Do you understand the spiritual meaning of any of this? And then for 30 shekels of silver, Judas shows the people, Jesus arrestors, where Jesus is. And he kisses Jesus and says, this is the rabbi, right? Do you understand what any of this means? Do you? That there's a part of your consciousness that needs to betray you so that your, your ego can be arrested. And when Judas uh, did this and he got his sense back and Satan left him, he threw the 30 shekels of silver in the temple and he hung himself. He killed himself. Does that sound like someone who, who's a bad person? Someone with a conscience who says, oh, wow, you know, I really messed up and he kills himself. He was that distraught. A bad person in my mind has no remorse, but Judas had so much remorse, but we overlook it. Okay, so a couple things here. Number one, what is the 30 per, uh, shekels of silver? That indicates the 30 degrees in the sign of Scorpio, which is the sign of rebirth, which is the ruler of the underworld, which is the ruler of shadow work. This is all about shadow work. The, the, the story of Judas is about your ego killing itself, committing suicide. What is the Judas in you that needs to happen so that Jesus Christ can ascend? What is the Judas in you? This is all happening in the mind, okay? There's a part of you that needs to kill itself, that needs to betray your Christ. I don't think you're understanding this quite yet, and it took me a while, but there's a part of you that needs to betray yourself so that you can ascend. What is the part that needs to betray you? What is the part that needs to bring you to the public eye and say, this is who I am, arrest me. This is who I am, sacrifice me. What is the part of you that needs to betray yourself? And it's hard for me to put into words. So I'll give you an example. It's the part of me, Dan, the owner of All Things Twin Flames, that is reluctant to show my business on my personal page on Instagram. It's the part of me that doesn't want to show other people my spiritual ascension. It's the part of me that wants to use at Apollo Speaks on, on TikTok and not Dan Tiano. It's the part of me that doesn't want to show who I really am to the public eye. There's a part of you that needs to show the public world that needs to arrest your ego and say, no, that's not who I am anymore. This is who I am. I am the Christ. I'm not. It, it, there's a part of you that cannot hide anymore. And someone listening to this, you're on a spiritual journey right now and you've ascended and you've awakened and you've mastered yourself, right? You're at where I'm at. And it's time to arrest yourself. It's time to betray yourself. It's time to give up your good social image and show people who you really are. There's a part of you that needs to betray yourself. If Judas never betrayed Jesus, Jesus would have never ascended. And we blame Judas for betraying Jesus. And we say, oh, that's a bad guy. When he was really just instigated by Jesus and he had a divine role in this whole cosmic play. And this whole cosmic drama and this cosmic drama happens within your consciousness. And this part of you needs to tell other people who you really are. This 
part of you needs to go into the shadow work, needs to go into the sign of Scorpio. And go into the ego and say, you know what, we're done here. And just show your truth. That's what this story is all about. And there's someone listening to this right now that is just on that precipice of spiritual mastery. But the only thing holding them back is letting other people know who they really are and what they found and who they choose to be given what they know right now. Understanding that, okay, yeah, I'm a twin flame. Can you tell other people that you're a twin flame? Can you tell other people about your journey? Can you tell other people about who you really are and how you think yourself to be? Because it's time to kill yourself. And no, I don't mean it in a literal way. I mean it in a conscious way, in a mystical way. It's time for your ego to bring you to a point where you can't have any choice but to see yourself as the Christ. Where people have no choice but to see you as the Christ. And for that, they will kill you. For that, they will say, oh no, this is blasphemy. You're into tarot? That's devil worship. Oh, you're into, you're into twin flames? That doesn't make any sense. You're into crystals? That's scientifically not proven to be true, right? You need to bring yourself to the public eye. The Judas in you, the, the, the one, the treasurer, the treasurer, what this means is the one that collects the good opinions of other people. The one, the part of you that likes to collect the good opinions of other people needs to betray you. Needs to go to the public officials and say, hey, this is where Jesus is. This is who he is. If you're at a point where you want to see the Christ in you ascend, where you want to see Christ within you shine, where you want to see Christ within you glow and take over, and just like Jesus, you want to rake in all that cash from doing your spiritual mission, you need to come to this point. Where the Judas in you betrays you by making yourself known. Make you known. Not lowercase you, but the real you. The you that believes in manifestation. The, the you that understands spirituality. Because until this happens, the Christ cannot ascend. There's an ego death that needs to, that, that needs to happen. Okay? And the ego death happens so that it can be reborn. Think about it. Scorpio, November, leading into December where everything dies in nature. Everything dies. But it's just an illusion because everything gets reborn in, in the springtime. Right? There's a part of you that needs to die so that it can be reborn. So now is the time of rebirth for you. And if you're speaking to this, and there's there's people in the Facebook group, I know that that's listening to this, and that's ready to receive this message. And I'm thinking about one or two people in, specifically. There's a Judas in you that needs to completely just hand over your identity, that that needs to sell yourself out to the shadow work that you've done, to thirty pieces of sh uh, to the thirty shekels of silver, which is the sign of Scorpio, which is the ruler of the underworld, which is the shadow work that you have already completed. Your ego needs to screw itself over by showing the world, 
by showing Instagram, by showing TikTok, by showing Facebook, hey, this is who I really am. I'm not that person anymore. This is who I am. You're showing people on social media that you're a certain person, but for you to ascend, for the Christ in you to fully ascend, you need to give that image up. You need to betray yourself and that part needs to die. And for you to ascend again, betrayal needs to happen. It's going to feel like betrayal. Why? Because people will people will hate on you. People will say, you don't know what you're talking about. Why do you meditate? Why do you, what? Just stick to prayer. Why do you stop going to church? Why are you questioning the gospel? Why are you into tarot? People will ask you all these types of questions, but this is the journey of Christ ascending in you. What did Jesus say when he was arrested? Father, forgive them for because, because they do not know what they do. And that's the only thing you can say. God, forgive them. These people have no idea what they're saying to me. These people, my friends, I knew that I was on the right path when my friend told me, hey, what you're doing is, is devil worship. I'm like, Father, forgive her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. And when people come on to you because you do tarot or, or you're into you're tapping into your psychic abilities and you're intuitive, all you need to say is, Father, forgive them because they do, they do not know what they do. This is a time of ascension. This is a time of expansion. Okay. Thanks for listening all. This is today's Sunday snippet. I thoroughly enjoy bringing you these. Um, a lot is happening on the All Things Twin Flames business front. I do encourage you to check out our site and to plug into our Facebook group. If you do not have a spiritual community and you really want to give up that ego and feel like you have a place where you just belong, the, the Facebook group is for you. We do weekly meditations, weekly tarot card readings. We do uh, workshops on things like this, on the Bible and on psychic ability activation and uh, so much more. Okay, we work with the lunar cycles and we do full moon and new moon meditations. It's definitely a great place for twin flames who do not feel like they have a sense of belonging in their local community. Okay, so that's all things twin flames love. Check out the Facebook group, it's 33 bucks a month. Uh, thank you all for listening. You can expect a YouTube video from Diane and I coming up this week. Okay, peace, love, happiness. Bye.